Welcome to Prime Alpha's interview series, insights from industry practitioners discussing their journey and their discoveries. Hello, my name is Amanda Jogia, the CEO of Prime Alpha, an online ecosystem bringing together alternative opportunities and their investors. I would like to introduce Chad Martinson. After nearly a decade in the technology industry, Chad began his managed futures career in 2002 when he joined Efficient Capital Management. As the co-CIO and Managing Director of Investments, he is responsible for the firm's investment process and the management of more than $2 billion in nominal assets across efficient suite of managed futures products. In addition, he has served as the Portfolio Manager for Efficient's flagship fund since 2007. Welcome, Chad. Nice to have you here. Thanks for having me. You have such a really interesting background because you didn't start in managed futures, you started in technology. So I would love to hear about what led you here in your career journey. Yeah, I have a pretty unique background leading me up to my career in alternative investments. I actually was studying to be a medical doctor in undergrad. I was a chemistry pre-med. When I graduated, I was getting married and I decided that maybe going on to med school isn't what I want to do. I'm going to go out and make my way in the world. There were lots of opportunities. We're just coming into the dot-com bubble. So I had a chemistry degree. I joined a chemical firm and worked in the chemical methods and robotics department, which involved programming and some robotics engineering. So not many guys, hedge fund guys uh, have a history of robotics engineering, but I'm one of them. So that forced me to learn uh, technology, uh, software development, and programming. I ended up moving on to a consulting firm where I consulted for Fortune 500 companies in the Chicagoland area, building out infrastructure through a mutual friend. The founder of Efficient Capital Management, uh, Ernest Dufarian, reached out to me and asked me to join the firm to build out the infrastructure. At the time, this was back in the early 2000s, everything was being run in an Excel spreadsheet and we needed to build out an institutional infrastructure to support the business. I was the guy to do that. I came in, built out the team, built out the framework to support the business. And like any good IT guy, I got really interested in the business and was, started looking for an opportunity to move over to the investment side. That came about in 2005, when you build out the infrastructure to support operations and investments and everything that goes on in a firm from a technology perspective, you really have to learn the business. And uh, fortunately, the business involves some heavy lifting from a quant and technology perspective. So I was able to quickly adapt, join the investment team in 2005. And by the end of 2007, I was the portfolio manager of the firm's flagship fund. And I have been serving as in the role of a managing director of investments and co-CIO for the past several years. So what are managed futures and what got you so excited about it that you wanted to not be doing the tech side of it and the op side, and, but move over to the investment side? Yeah, great question. It's a truly unique asset class. There's nothing like it. Managed futures sometimes are transposed with CTAs, commodity trading advisors. That's really just a regulatory designation in the industry. But managed futures is a niche asset class 
uh, where a portfolio futures contracts are actively managed by a professional asset manager. The asset class itself, and the reason why I got so excited about it, is that uniqueness factor. It's uh, truly cash efficient, uh, meaning in order to hold a futures contract, you only need a small portion of the value of the contract on deposit for margin. So that allows you to do things like target volatility, provide enhanced exposure, and really meet the individual needs of a particular investor. Other assets that require a full funding, you don't have the opportunity to do those types of things. The instruments are highly liquid. So typically managed futures funds or managed accounts are daily liquid. The assets can be bought and sold. Very large portfolio can be completely liquidated. The instruments are fully transparent, meaning you get a brokerage statement each day, knowing exactly what your risks and exposures are. It allows you to do some very unique and powerful things from assessing a manager's strategy to understanding what the risks are in a portfolio. And when I joined the industry, I really didn't know that it even exists. And I got very excited about because it allowed me to blend my technology background with what I'd learned on the investment horizon through the cash efficiency, transparency, and liquidity of the underlying instruments. I'm going to ask you about market cycles, but because of these market cycles, things go in and out of favor. I don't think a lot of people quite understand, but why should people care about investors care about managed futures in their portfolio? So managed futures, because of the nature of the instruments, you can go long or you can go short just as easily as you can go long. There's no cost of borrowing. You simply sell a futures contract. So one of the unique characteristics is because there's no cost or friction with going short, they provide a great deal of diversification to traditional long-only investments. In fact, we can talk about investment cycles. Some of the strongest periods of performance have been during periods where markets are moving in a dramatic fashion, sometimes markets up, sometimes markets down. But as long as markets are moving, managed futures can profit. It's broadly diversified across assets. So these professional asset managers trade equities and bonds and interest rates and commodity futures in energies and eggs and metals, FX contracts. So it's broadly diversified. If there's an opportunity somewhere out there where markets are moving, managed futures tends to do quite well because they're able to capitalize on both the long and short side of the equation. I know Efficient has a lot of market cycles since being founded 20 years ago. For the audience, give some examples of some of these market cycles and how managed futures have done in those cycles. Sure. Yeah. As I said earlier, the strongest periods of performance have been during big market events. So in 2007 and 2008, with subprime uh, leading up to the Lehman collapse and the global financial crisis, lots of markets moved in dramatic fashion. That was one of the strongest periods of performance for the asset class. I mentioned earlier, I became the portfolio manager at the end of 2007. So I was just cutting my teeth during the global financial crisis. It was really fun to experience. I was one of the few people when we'd meet in professional meetings and different conferences, things were great for efficient, things were great for managed futures because they're so unique and they have that ability to profit regardless of market direction. Investors tend to look at them 
as a hedge to some of the underlying exposures that they have in their portfolio. So those periods where there's a dramatic market activity tend to be the most favorable. When there's not much going on, there's not much opportunity and the asset class tends to hit singles. But when there's opportunity, that's when you see strong returns. Again, in 2014, uh, you had kind of the end of the sovereign debt crisis, a divergent central bank monetary policy created lots of opportunity in currency markets. So it's not just equities. It's again, broadly diversified. The portfolios saw strong gains in currency markets during that time. About the same time, you had the fracking revolution uh, where North America became an exporter of oil as fracking technology shot production through the roof, sending crude prices sharply lower. Again, doesn't matter the asset class when markets are moving and having strong directional moves those provide great opportunities. So 2014 was again, another period of strong performance. And something that we're seeing now, just recently coming out of the COVID pandemic is the inflation and reflation themes play out in markets. So that's been manifest in commodities where we've seen energy markets skyrocket, agricultural markets go higher, industrial metals, as economies are opening and demands ticks higher, supply chains are fractured. So we're seeing big price moves higher in commodity markets with inflationary fears taking the forefront of many investors' concerns. We're finding strong opportunity with that. Historically, if you look at performance of the asset class during inflationary periods, there really haven't been many uh, over the last 20 years, not since the 80s. But those periods provide tremendous opportunity because as we said earlier, it causes markets broadly to move across all the sectors. And whenever that happens, you see strong performance, as we're seeing again in 2021. So Fission has a multi-manager approach. How has your multi-manager approach helped investors weather through these cycles? Yeah, the multi-manager approach is key. And it is one of the things that I have come grown very near and dear to my heart. There is a tremendous amount of performance dispersion among managers that are highly correlated to one another. In fact, you can have two professional asset managers that are harnessing the momentum factor, trading a trend-following model that are 90% correlated to one another. And in any given year or any different cycle, you could have these two managers both nearly 100% correlated to one another, one be up 20% in a year and the other be down 20% in that same year. Just from slight differences in the time frame that they're trading or different weighting to different market sectors, you have tremendous performance dispersion. So if you're coming to the space and saying, hey, I just want to buy one, maybe two managers that trade a managed futures trend following strategy, you will inevitably be very disappointed with your result. You could be very happy with your result too, if you happen to catch that outside performance on the upside. But when you catch the underperforming manager, you'll be very disappointed. And when investors are disappointed, they tend to exit the asset class. So they don't have exposure when they need it most. When there's a opportunity from a large move in a certain market, particularly on the downside in equities, and they're not there to, to have the benefit of the portfolio diversification 
that managed futures provides. So having a multi-manager portfolio, building a portfolio of diversified trading strategies with a different opportunity set smooths the results, gives you a more stable risk profile, allowing you to stay invested in the asset class when you need it most. So interesting. What types of investors should think about managed futures and why? So managed futures investors are those investors that understand diversification in their portfolio and want exposure to an asset not going to perform like the rest of their portfolio. The most recent example was during February and March at the beginning of COVID when equity markets fell precipitously. Managed futures tended to make a little bit of money. Now, that move was quite abbreviated. In fact, it lasted for four weeks. And generally, managed futures performs really, really well when you have longer duration types of market moves. It was slightly positive during a period when equities were sharply lower. So an investor that understands diversification, that wants to have an asset class that can perform well when equities are struggling, when bond markets are struggling, even when other hedge fund strategies are struggling. Managed futures is that unique asset that provides that portfolio diversification. That's so interesting. I know investors who hedge their own portfolio, like if they have a book of hedge funds, this would be it. If you have a book of, you know, <laughs> so I could totally see how you can create your own, especially for the more sophisticated investors that need to hedge their own books. Certainly. And there are lots of different investment strategies to diversify your book. A lot of institutional investors will hold a book of uh, long puts on equity markets, mm-hmm. which are strong diversifiers. Mm-hmm. However, very expensive. Managed Futures has a positive expected return with those hedging characteristics, which is truly unique. Yeah. And a lot of family offices are also trading their own portfolios. So this would be a a great also hedge for them as well. Chad, thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. We really appreciate you taking the time to walk us through your journey and hearing about the Managed Futures market cycles. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for listening to Prime Alpha's Visionaries and Innovators podcasts. As always, you can head over to primealpha.com to sign up to our email list, as well as check out our other podcasts. See you next time. Mm